You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling, proudly brought to you by Garrard's Horse and Hound. We've got a big 10 event program coming through from Elvian Park. Now, first and foremost, everyone's expecting Leap to Fame to trial today. That's not the case. Because we've got a 10-race program and trials for younger horses, two-year-olds and horses that are on bars, there's a, a shortage of stable allocation. So, therefore, there's no room for Leap to Fame, as crazy as that sounds. So, he's likely to trial either on Friday or he'll just wait until next week to step out. So, that's the reason why we don't see Leap to Fame today. Now, as far as the Hayden race is concerned, this is the big slot race taking place during the Constellations. The barriers were auctioned off on Sunday. We won't talk about the sale itself. There's not a great deal to talk about as far as the sale. It was a bit of a, uh, a uh, well, it was a major disappointment for a lot of vendors. So we'll leave the sale park there. But as far as the, the Hayden race is concerned, uh, they were able to generate plenty of interest for those uh, barrier positions. Uh, so an extra, I think, over $130,000 goes into the prize money. So that race is now well over $200,000 to be staged during July. Uh, the top two lots, as far as barrier draws were concerned, barrier one and barrier five, both selling for $19,000 there on Sunday afternoon. So that's going to be very interesting to see what... Uh, the connections are going to go with as far as their representative. It's Q-bred horses only, so Leap to Fame's not eligible. This is a race for three- and four-year-olds, so Leap to Fame, Tim's a trooper, not eligible. And as we know, Teddy Disco is out in the paddock, so he's not going to be eligible either for that race. So it's going to be very interesting to see which way people go. So we might talk more about the sales tomorrow, but there's a lot of work to be done as far as Queensland harness racing and yielding sales are concerned. So... Uh, a really disappointing day for many there on Sunday, so we might talk more about that tomorrow. But let's focus on today. Ten races here at Albion Park. Adam Sanderson is set to play a really interesting role today because he's got several really good drives, and he's online with us now. Adam, appreciate the time. No worries, Chris. Uh, we start with the Golden Line in race one today. First up, trained by Tim Butt. It has had a couple of recent trials. You've been with this guy in those recent trials. What are the expectations here, fresh up? Uh, sort of not. Don't have high expectations. Um, if he can just sort of get around and do everything right, that'll be um, that'll be our first aim. But um, yeah, he's got a fair share of ability. It's just a matter of um, you know if he puts his mind on the job. Okay. Uh, race two. This is a very interesting runner. This race for two-year-olds and seven on the nine of first starters here, including your drive more sass now. She's a beautifully bred filly. She's a daughter of Sweet Lou, trained by Shannon Price, Scott Miller. Looked good in a recent trial here last week. How do you sort of rate this filly? Um, you know, every time she's she's gone around, um, she she's sort of stepped up and, and got better each time. So um, if she can she can do that again on her trial last week, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure she'd be hard to beat. Okay, could it be a case of what she delivered in the trial last week? Uh, it could be a, a carbon copy result. She was able to push forward, showed early speed, find the front. Is that the early intention here? Go forward and try and lead again? Yeah, yeah, she's, um, she's got natural gate speed. Um, you know, her manners are a big part of, um, you know, why she's um, 
so far advanced to this stage. You know, she does everything right and uh, she gets off the gate good. So if we can be in front and out of trouble, um, you know, it'll take a good one to catch her. Okay. This stable is notorious for, uh, for producing good young stock. How does she feel this filly? Uh, does she give you a good feel uh, in what you've uh, felt so far in the trials? Um, you know, sort of early on, she, uh, you know, she sort of didn't feel like much. She, um, you know, she, you know, sort of just plodded along and, and done, you know, sort of didn't show a lot. But, um, you know, she had a good break and, and come back and she feels a lot sharper. And um, as I said, she she does, um, every time she sort of steps out, she, she sort of steps up to that, that little bit more. So um, if she can keep doing that, um, I'm sure we'll have a bit of fun this year. All right, excellent. Race three, Marty the Martian, again from the Prize Miller combination. He's a six-start maiden three-year-old, but this looks his race today. He should be very competitive here. Yeah, yeah, he's sort of um, he, he's sort of doing everything right now. Um, he seems to be getting better each start as well. So, uh, you know, it, saying that, it's a tough race. You know, these, these horses have won races and, you know, and won quite a few races. So uh, it's, it's going to be tough, but if, uh, on, on ability, if he can sort of, you know, show what he's capable of, I'm sure he'd be thereabouts. And just on that point you just raised, I mentioned this earlier. So you're a three-year-old, six-start maiden. One of your main rivals here is Lancelot Bromack. He's had 496 starts. So he's had 490 more starts than your guy. Yeah, no, it's, um, you know, it's just a part of the um, national system at the moment. We've, we've sort of got to put up with what we've dealt with. So, um, unfortunately, that's, yeah, that's just what we've got to deal with. And, um uh, if, if he can sort of do everything right, um, I'm sure, uh, you know, he'll be thereabouts. Okay. Let's go across to race six. Another really interesting runner here is Miss Mucho. Drawn barrier one, Ron Salas prepares. She comes across from the west with pretty handy credentials, but she hasn't trialled. So do you sort of have any indication on, on where she's at and what sort of uh, ability she possesses? No, I sort of don't know a lot about her, but, um, you know, her form in Boston Park was good. Um, you know, she sort of led quite a few times around there and was sort of pretty um, pretty good in front. So I'm sure uh, Ronnie, you know, he doesn't sort of, he always has them ready, you know, first up. And if he doesn't think she needed a trial, I'm, I'm sure he'd be, um, you know, like he's, he's a top trainer. So he usually has them uh, spot on. So, uh, you know, we'll just we'll just go with what he says. And if, if he wants to lead, then I'm sure she can. And I'd say, um, you know, she'll be hard to beat too. Okay. The main danger in that race probably looks to be Commodore Jujon, and you know this guy really well. You're aboard him when he scored two starts ago. Yeah, he's racing super, um, the big fella. You know, he's, he's sat parking on second last week, so, um, you know, no doubt he'll be um, pushing forward and, and he'll be trying to chase me down, but, um, you know, he's definitely, uh, definitely the one to beat. Okay. Race seven today, Custom Nike. Uh, is this a dropping grade for her today, Adam? I know she's got to overcome a tricky draw the inside of the second row, but is this just a little easier for her today? Yeah, she sort of she sort of got here and won those um, two races quite quickly and, and sort of found that step up a, a little bit tough and she had a few tough runs. So uh, just a nice little step back here, as you say, and uh, as you say, tricky draw, but um, she's had them hard runs. It'd be nice to see um, what she can do on the fence with a bit of cover. Okay. She is fast and she is tough. She's proven that with those two victories. But what what do you think will be her best racing pattern? Is she one of those rough and tough type mares or do you think she will be better, you know, following speed? Uh, it's sort of hard to know, you know. Uh, she's sort of, you know, the first time I drove her, she, she's quite an angry big girl and she sort of wants to get on, get on with the job and you know, get it over and done with. But, um, 
you know, last start she was a little bit better and uh, just off the fence she sort of hung a little bit and, and lost a bit of ground around the corners and, and sort of made it up at the straight. So it'll be interesting to um, see her on the fence today and, and see what she can do. Okay, those two ex-Kiwi mares, they're hard to gauge, aren't they? Valerie Verde, Eloisa Dale. So you're sort of not sure what to expect with them. They're both trialed. They looked okay, but race day is a completely different ball game. Oh, exactly. Um, you never know that some of those mares from New Zealand, they come over here and, you know, grow 10 legs and, and look like world beaters straight away and you know, others sort of, sort of struggle early. So um, it'll be interesting. They, um, you know, sort of got good trainers and I'm sure um, they'll be hard to beat. All right. In the last race today, race 10, you're driving number 10, Exciting Times. Now, this is an interesting race here. Bronski Zulu, a two-year-old, takes on older rivals and steps up to 2,138 metres. So where does your filly sit here, Exciting Times? Uh, I thought her run last week was, you know, pretty good. Uh, you know, she's sort of done a bit wrong early, which isn't uh, isn't usually what she's, what she's like, which is a bit surprising. But um, the run after that was good. And then, um, you know, as you say, a two-year-old taking on an older horse, it's always tough. You know, they they can show as much amount of ability in the world, but, uh, you know, it's always hard to take on these old tough horses. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting race. OK, a couple of good drives there for you today. Which one are you most looking forward to? Uh, the two-year-old sort of, you know, on her trial, she looks hard to beat, and um, it's just going to be interesting to see um, if she keeps taking that next step. So I'm um, looking forward to her. Okay, race two, number three, more sass. As for normal, Adam, really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. No worries. Thanks, Chris. There's Adam Sanderson joining us. Uh, he's nominated more sass as his best drive today, and she's a key runner. She's very short with tab fixed price right now, more sass. So she's just one of several interesting runners. Chantel Turpin's got a couple of interesting runners today stepping out, including a couple of ex-Kiwis, Eloisa Dale and Mr. McLaren. Chantel joins us now. Chantel, appreciate the time. Good morning. How are you? Very well, very well. I'll talk about the sales with you in just a moment, but let's get down to business with today. Race five, you've got two runners stepping out here, Ace Lombo fresh up and the water boy who's going well, but they're both facing difficult draws off the second row. How do you rate their chances? Yeah, um, Ace Lombo's first up from having a freshen up um, over Christmas, so um, he'll probably need the run. Um, and the water boy has got a bad barrier again. Um, so he'll probably just need a little bit of luck. Okay, and Mami's the horse to beat from the inside gate there? Yeah, definitely. It was um, pretty big last week, so I, I can't really see it getting beat. Okay. Now, race seven. Fascinating runner here, Eloisa Dale. First up from New Zealand. She comes across as a last start winner, and she looked good in a trial here recently. So how do you sort of rate this mare? Yeah, um, obviously we're still learning a bit about her. Um, she had a trial last week and we were really pleased with that. She, um, Pete obviously didn't pull her off the helmet and uh, she did it quite easy. So looking forward to her racing today. Okay. The two key runners here, your mare, Eloisa Dale, and the other former Kiwi mare, Valerie Verde. But she's a maiden. Your mare's won three races and she comes up with a nice trailing draw. So... She looks like she's going to be uh, strongly fancied here. What do you think will be her best racing pattern? Have you sort of worked that out yet? Do you think she'll be an on-speed on type or she'll be able to follow speed or an all-rounder? Um, look, I don't really know at the moment. Um, obviously, our horses get tougher the longer they're here. With our, like our track's real heavy with the sand and, um, yeah, Pete kind of toughens them up a little bit as well. So, um, at, 
yeah, at the moment we don't really know her racing pattern, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's all just a learning curve from today. Okay. Um, just looking at the New Zealand form, reads okay. So she obviously came across with some, you know, good recommendations. Yeah, yeah, she's actually been here a little bit when she came over. She um she got a bit of travel sickness when she first came over, so um, we've just taken our time with her and um, yeah, just let her let her settle in. Okay, race nine, another ex Kiwi here. First up, Mister McLaren. Um, he looked good in a recent trial. This is probably the best race of the day. But uh, wh where does he sort of rate within the stable? Yeah, no, we actually really like him. Um, he. He hasn't been here that long, but um, he, you know, we really are happy with how he's working, and we quite like him a lot. Okay, he's a big, strong type. He, he stood out at the trials the other day. He's got a bit of size about him. Yeah, he does. He um, he does stand out a bit. He's a nice looking horse, so he he catches everyone's eye. And he's a very well bred horse as well. I mentioned earlier, half brother to Rakapuka Ruler. He won a great Northern Derby, Wardan Delight. He, he's been a really good money spinner, so he's got a pedigree. Yeah, he does. Um, Ross Patrick uh, brought him when uh, the agent over in New Zealand mentioned him, and Ross snapped him up pretty quick as soon as he found out about him. Okay, so race by Ross, does that mean he's a replacement for uh, Uncle Shank, who's been sold to, to North America? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, soon as Uncle Shank was sold, I think Ross brought this horse a day later, so he was pretty quick to snap him up. Okay. So so what do you do at the start here, drawn gate four? It, it can be a little sticky gate four, and you've got speedier inside, so how do you play it early here? Yeah, it is tricky. Um, I believe just from working him at home, he's going to probably be better um, off cover, but four is a terrible draw. you kind of got to just poke forward a little bit and see if you can slot in. Okay. Uh, the last race today, two runners for the stable. Tactics are rolling. Odin's Black Crows both come up with good draws. Can they take this race? Um, yeah, well, Tactics are rolling. I was uh, good last week when Bree drove her. She hit the line really well. Um, and then the start before that was at Redcliffe and then... Um, yeah, so back at Albion today with the good draw, I think she is winning with a chance. Would you prefer them both at the mile, or do you think they're capable of running at a strong 2,138? Uh, no, we'd probably both prefer them at the mile, but, um, yeah, we're just a lot of 2,100-metre races at the moment, so we've got to race them. Okay. And Bronski Zula, he's the key runner in many ways, beautifully bred two-year-old but he's freshened and he's taking on older rivals and going to a distance unknown. So he's sort of hard to sort of gauge in this race, isn't he? He is. He is um, obviously raced out well within his um, age group, but taking on the older horses isn't easy, um, even for a three-year-old and he's a two-year-old. Mm, okay. So what is the pick of your runners today then? Well, I don't really like to put pressure on myself, but um, <laughs> I'll probably go Eloisa Dale. Okay, we'll take the tip there. Uh, just going back to Sunday, as I mentioned, it was a disappointing day for many, in, in, including a lot of vendors, uh, a lot of passed-in lots there on Sunday. You had two lots, one sold, one was passed in. Were, were you a little disappointed? Yeah, we were a little disappointed. Um, I don't know. I uh, yeah, I don't actually know what happened to the day. Um, yeah, I just, 
I, I don't know. We were, yeah, pretty disappointed. We've invested a fair bit in the broodmares and it's a bit worrying now. Mm. I don't think you're alone. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, oh. yeah, I don't know. It was even Sydney two weeks ago. I think they were, their um, results were pretty average as well. So, um, yeah, we can't really just say it's Queensland or it was Sydney as well. So, yeah, we're back probably to the drawing board. Yeah, Melbourne's still to come. I'm sure there's a lot of worried vendors down there. Just on, on the trot of that soul, going to a good home? Uh, yeah, Brittany Graham brought her, so she'll head to Daryl and Brittany, and I'm sure they'll give her every opportunity. Okay, excellent stuff. I really appreciate the time today. Good luck, and we'll see you trackside. No worries. Thank you. There's Chantel Turpin joining us. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of a... Uh, a mixed day for their, their stable there on Sunday at the sales, selling one and uh, one being passed in. Here's a man that was active on Sunday. He was uh, right in the thick of action, uh, Graham Dwyer, and he's online with us now. Graham, appreciate the time. Yeah, g'day, Chris. How are you? Very well. How many did you take home on Sunday? Um, well, we've purchased three so far, um, one for a syndicate for the stable and, uh, and two for Nick Harvey. Okay. Is there a chance you'll be getting more? I'd like to think so. I'm going to take every opportunity that comes my way, and uh, um, in a, in a, if I sort of involved with Nick Harvey, I'll be wrapped. Okay. How did you find it on Sunday? Was it tough going, or was it a little disappointing? How did you sort of gauge Sunday? It's a hard one, Chris. It might be just a sign of the times at the minute. Um, whether it's only just a short period of time and might come good, I don't know, but... As a buyer, it was probably all right. Um, as a breeder, you know, it, it probably wasn't. But they had a, you know, the breeders should have done well last year, I suppose. But I just hope it evens out so both uh, parties can be happy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of young horses, you've got three first starters in this two-year-old race today, which is race two. Hell of a hand, does he feel good? Quick change. Let's go through them one by one. Hell of a hand, Angus Garrard drives. How do you rate this filly? Uh, well, she's a little bit small, Chris. Um, she's a little six-meter. Really, she'll be uh, trying to, you know, gaining, trying to gain some experience and, uh, and, um, and, and fitness at the same time and hopefully be ready in the APG race in about a month's time. Okay, so whatever she does today, this should be improvement? I'm hoping so, yes. All right. What about does he feel good? He, he's a Mr. Feel Good, but he's very well related to this guy. So how does he sort of measure up? Well, I think he um, probably still needs to improve a little, but I was very happy with his, his last trial at Redcliffe. Um, so I'm quite uh, interested to see how he handles it today. Um, I just hope that we run our own home at the end, and I'll be pretty happy with that. Right, and your last runner in that two-year-old race, is this the pick of them? Quick change, a, a beautifully bred horse by changeover out of Matilda Demento. So he's got a pedigree, this guy. Does he have the ability to match? Well, I think so, Chris. He is a big boy. He is going to be going a bit of a moment. Um, he, uh, he does have a good turn of foot, and we've always liked him from day one. And... Um, I'm just hoping that he's putting it together. I, I do think he's a nice horse to make um, I, I think it's going to be a slow tempo up front today, which might not suit him. But I, I do think uh, he'll have the speed to sort of get to the race, whether it's a place or maybe thereabouts. 
Okay. So, being a graduate of that Rickliffe sale, is that going to be his main target this year? No, he was uh, APJ. Um, oh, okay. So, he's pushing so, to the APG series as well? Sorry? Is he pushing to the APG series as well? Yeah, that's his main target, Okay. Is more sense the horse to beat in that race today? I think so. I, yeah, I, I think um, more, yeah, more sense. I think it's just the one to beat. Okay. Race five today, you've got Charlie Maxi drawn gate inside of the second row. Uh, can we expect improvement from Charlie Maxi? Yeah, he's in a hard race, Chris. I, I just hope he can sort of. You know, if you're strengthened by the run and hopefully down the track, he might be able to come up with a win. All right. Race seven, Rockhammer. He was a, a good winner two starts ago, fourth last time out. He's a gate speed horse. How does he sort of fit into this race today, do you feel? I think it's very tricky, Chris. He, he's another one that needs to learn the craft of racing. And um, I think probably going forward, might just sort of put him out in no man's land. So I... Uh, I have to have a talk to the driver today, but I do definitely want um, to get on back and, and hope we're running home. Okay. It, it, it's a tricky race, that one, because you've got those two new Kiwi mares, so it's hard to gauge them. It, it is, and um, I mean, it's just sort of drawn out where he didn't jump for the trouble, and uh, yeah, I'm a little bit worried where he'll end up with the next gauge. Right. Uh, speaking of uh, Mick Harvey, Surface, uh, he trialled recently, looked good in that trial. When do we see him again? Uh, I've got him in on Saturday night. Um, we put an anti-chase on him and chase looked there the other day. And, uh, and he, he trialled quite well there the other day and it sort of sold out from the park. So I'm hoping um, it all, you know, helps him out. And I do think the horse has got good speed and sort of take him a long way. Awesome. So we're hoping that uh, all of these two-year-olds on debut today perform well and show uh, plenty of improvement in the weeks to come. I hope so, Chris. It's just um, it's hard to even get them to this stage. And we've got three in the one race, so I'm just glad we've got a missed fire. I just hope they can go on a bit further. All right, excellent. I really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. Okay, thanks, Chris.